This is the time and again home service. During these dark, difficult days, take a moment to turn up your wireless and listen to this week's episode of Greyhounds, made in association with Yorkshire Air Museum. And remember, your courage, your cheerfulness, and your resolution will bring us victory. We're interrupting programs to make the following announcement. announcement. It is understood that in accordance with arrangements between the three great powers, an official announcement will be broadcast by the Prime Minister at three o'clock tomorrow, Tuesday afternoon, the 8th of May. In view of this fact, tomorrow, Tuesday, will be treated as Victory in Europe Day (laughs) and will be regarded as a holiday. The day following, Wednesday the 9th of May, will also be... Turn that holiday. bloody wireless off. I'm trying to His sleep. Majesty the King will broadcast to the peoples of the British Empire and Commonwealth tomorrow. Oh, good morning, Mrs White. It, it's rather early. It's me, Miss Winters. Mrs White. It's Mrs White. Yes, it's rather early. Have you heard the news? Isn't it terribly exciting? Yes, I have. Yes, yes it is. Well, naturally, it calls for a get-together. A shindig. A a what? A shindig. And who better to organise things for our little village than me? Well, I... Exactly. I have my clipboard, I have my watch, I have 100 people to feed, and it's all going to be incredibly jolly. Open-air party. Bedford Road. What might I put you down for? Well, I'm sure I can do something. Marvellous. Obviously, no one's expecting miracles, given your particular situation. But we thought you might be able to manage something nice and simple, like sandwiches. How kind of you. Yes, I'm sure I could just about cope with sandwiches. I'll need them by 2pm sharp, though, you understand. Perhaps Mrs. Henderson could pick them up if the journey's a little too difficult. No, uh, there's really no need. I'm sure Mrs. Henderson has enough on her plate. They'll be ready. Well, if you're sure. I'm sure. And if I can't. You really can't. Was that the door? This, eh? Who on earth was that? Elizabeth White. Dreadful woman. Always doing good works. I can't stand good works. What does she want? There's going to be a street party on Bedford Road. (laughs) What did I tell you? Sounds suspiciously pleasant to me. She wants me to make sandwiches. Oh, She thought I might be able to manage something nice and simple like that. That was kind, wasn't it? Well, if you think I'm helping you, you've got another thing coming. I wouldn't dream of making such a presumption. Perhaps you could turn the wireless on, though, my dear. What do you want that on for? It's nothing but a load of nonsense these days. Like that load of claptrap we had to sit through on Saturday evening. Ah, oh, in town tonight. Carry on, London. Carry on about your business and leave us alone more like. It's only me. Have you heard? Were you listening? Of course we've heard. Impossible not to. 
Tommy Townsend thought it'd be fun to let a firecracker off at half past five. In a fit of high spirits, he said. Oh, I imagine he regretted that. There's a weather report in this morning's paper, an actual weather report. What does it say? <clears throat> Wind refreshing. Warm and sunny at first, but rain can be expected later. Have you brought the milk in? Yes. I've left it on the kitchen table. What else does the paper have to say? Uh, let's have a look. Parliament will meet at the usual time at 2.15pm. Oh, heaven forbid they let their air down. Oh, here we go. Invictor's hands. Invictor's First hands. news, the enemy <laughs> surrender was given by the new Nonsense. German foreign minister, Count von Schwerin. Sch- uh, 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 von, von, Schver- von Schwerin von Krosik. Blimey, what names they have. In a broadcast over Flensburg Radio at 2.30pm yesterday. Isn't it time you put a kettle on? You know... One of these days, you're going to have to fend for yourself. And then where would you be? I don't think you so much as know where the tea caddy lives. Finished with the paper? Of course you have. It's not good to you, is it? Uh, what on earth is that? It's that damn Anderson boy. Banging together a couple of dustbin lids. Leading a procession of his little friends. Waving flags. Making a nuisance of themselves. Do they know what time it is? I shouldn't think they care. I'm afraid there'll be a lot of that today. A lot of what? Happiness. We'll have to brace ourselves as best we can. What's that you've got there? A letter. I can see that. The post hasn't been yet, has it? No. Need it reading? No, thank you. I know perfectly well what it says. Here you go. Kettle's on the boil. What have we got today? Digestives. Is that it? If I've got to endure fireworks and dustbin lids, I at least want a few currants or a bit of chocolate. Well, it's digestives or nothing. Mr Churchill forgot to give us any prior warning for some reason. Used to be lovely chocolate biscuits before the war. There are tins of them in Woolworths. What were those other ones? Garibaldi's. Or uh, fly cemeteries, we used to call them. (laughs) Garibaldi's? What do you take me for? No, I mean those other ones. You know, little rectangles. A lovely pattern on the top. A vanilla sandwiched in the middle. Custard creams. Custard creams. I could just go a custard cream. They used to serve them with the tea in the village hall when we were making an evening of it. A song and dance or a play. Well, but paid to that too. Henry V. That was the last one. Raising money for the Spitfire Fund. I remember a bloody thing about it. I expect I fell asleep. The play was never performed. What's that? I said the play was never performed. Of course. That was when the hall came down. Yeah. I, I thought it was later, but you're right. It was the year of Henry V. <laughs> I suppose it would stick in your memory. <laughs> you were lucky, really. That ARP bloke. What's his name? Martin got blown to absolute bits. He was scraping them up for days. Mm. I really don't think you should be... Smashing funeral, though. <laughs> Real good old-fashioned knees up. Peter Grove opened a cask of ale and we finished the lot between us. What? Are you making a tea or are you going to stand around and talk all day? Called us a celebration. I haven't even had a capper yet. Are you open? Oh. Can I come in? You are in. 
And so are oh, you. Don't bite the boys. They're very excited. Apollo, show Mrs. Palmer your jacket. Isn't it good? I've been knitting them for weeks. I thought it was best to be prepared. They're lovely, Mrs. Ole. Oh. That's not all. Watch this. Well, Herbies. actually, Mrs. Herbies. Um, wave your flag. Go on. Give it a wave. How clever. We're not actually open just yet. Is there anything I could just... Oh, good, you're open. I was watching from across the street. I said to my William, Mrs. Holt will be lucky going into Palmer's at this hour, but there we are. Was it early opening hours in order of the occasion? Well, actually, we aren't open quite yet. Call the newspaper and tell them there's hot news in Shuttlefield. Greengrocers open before 9am. I never thought I'd live to see the day. Are you selling special stock for the celebration? Do you have oranges? Oh, I'd care for an orange if there's one going. Can you make marmalade with one orange or do you need quite a few? The boys would love a banana. Are there any bananas? I haven't actually put anything out yet. Is the special stock out the back? Should I come and help? Why are your dogs wearing tea cosies, Mrs Holt? Oh, blimey, it's busy in here. I didn't know we were opening early. Nancy! Oh, thank heavens you're back. Oh, I was just taking Miss Winters a milk. I wasn't expecting a stampede. They're trying to ravage the entire shop. They think I've got oranges and bananas hidden beneath the floorboards. Right, well, um, go and fetch that crate of apples. We'll say there's half a pound free with every order today. Mrs. Henderson will take anything going and spread it halfway to Biggleswade. You're a marvel. You really are. Oh, Mr. Jones, you're still wearing your slippers. Oh, am I? Oh, I thought I was very light of foot. Has Mrs. White been to see you yet? No, no, I don't think so. Well, of course, she's only recruiting the best. Let me tell you all about it. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be with you in a minute. Morning, everyone. There you go, Ruby. Plenty of milk. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Well, Mrs Holt came in to say that Parsons in Biggleswade sold out a Union Jacks by half past eight this morning. They opened early, especially. I'm sure they'll manage. Oh, yes. And Ada. Oh, uh, you know Ada. Who, the, the one, one with, with the earlobes? Yeah. Well, she says she's going to cut up her red petticoat to finish off the big flag at the Air and Hounds. Oh, lovely. Oh, if you could, my dear. Good morning, Miss Wilde. Oh, for God's sake, Will. I think we can lose a formality for today. We've done it. We've bloody done it. So they say. I've been listening to the wireless. It's all they've been talking about. All right, Ruby. I believe it's our duty to be all right today. I picked these up for you. J- just a couple of records. I meant to drop them around last week. You'll like the piano on the second oh, one. that's awfully kind. There's no need to go to such trouble. I'm sure you've got better things to be doing on a day like this. Uh, not with your young lady? She's in London. Went up first thing this morning. They're going to join the crowds on the mall and cheer for the king. But not you? No, not me. They're lighting the bonfire in front of the manor at ten. I think I just want an early night. At least come for some food later. Mrs White's organising a veritable banquet for Bedford Road. I'm not sure where she's been stashing her sugar ration for the past six years, but there's going to be enough cake to re-sink the Bismarck. I don't suppose... 
do you hear anything from Ned Holmes these days? I heard he got married. That's right. Moved to Biggleswade a couple of years ago. Rather high up these days, I gather. Very busy. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I should be on my way. I want to make a couple of calls. The box outside the shop is still bust. You'll have to use one opposite the air and hounds. Thanks. Oh, you must come along later, Will. I want to hear all about London from... What's she called again? Uh, Edith. Edith. That's right. Such a beautiful name. Proper classy. Beauty is a socially constructed quality propagated by Hollywood, cosmetic companies and the lonely recesses of imagination. Thank you, Nancy. It is a pretty name. (laughs) Sorry. Go home, have a drink and get your sleep. God knows we're all in need of a long, long sleep in feather beds fit for queens. The war's still going on. Yes, but it won't be long before the Americans sort out the Japanese. But even then, do you think it'll ever stop? I'm getting married. Yeah, she wants a summer wedding. Oh, congratulations! I'm sure you'll be very happy starting a new life with all this firmly behind you. Well, have you set a date? Not yet, uh, but I suppose we will now. Now it's over, I mean. Enjoy the bonfire. Oh, has he left? Oh, I meant to give him that bag of books in the kitchen. They're gathering dust here. He's getting married. Is he? A summer wedding, I presume. Oh, it's what they all want. (laughs) Glorious sunshine and white satin and sugar flowers on top of the cake. We'll never get sick of sugar, will we? We'll eat it until our teeth go black and our gums bleed. And bacon and cheese and Mm. bread spread (laughs) with butter so thick it's almost too much to bear. Oh, blimey, is that the time already? I need to get back to the shop. Auntie P says it's been more like fighting the Battle of Agincourt than selling vegetables this morning. Goodbye. Oh, it's you, Tom. I'm keeping a low profile. Don't share my location with a single soul. Who are you avoiding? Elizabeth White. She's persuaded me to ask Arthur Nelson to give a speech at the service later. She thinks he has the right credentials. Blimey, rather you than me. Precisely. Oh, hello, Bert. Hello, Mr Jones. Enjoying your day off? Must be nice to have a little break from the fields. I never had much luck with the natural world. I killed off my mother's begonias. Twice. Ernest Singleton woke us up at 6am playing There'll Always Be in England on his accordion. But he only knew the first verse, so we had that over and over for a full ten minutes until Mr Matlock threatened to whack him round the head with a watering can. I thought he was singing We're Gonna Hang Out the Washing on the Siegfried Line. What's that got to do with victory? Well, anyway... Ernest tried to calm things down with a victory salute, but I think he got it the wrong way round. And Mr Matlock was rather offended, so we're heading to the air and hounds until it all blows over. Very wise. Are you lads coming down to Bedford Road later? I hear there's going to be quite the spread. Yes, we'll be there. My mum's making an upside-down cake. Ooh, how splendid. She needs to keep busy, especially today. Yes. I must say I was very sorry to hear about Sam. Thanks. I'll be walking up on my own later. Perhaps you'd care to accompany me? 
Where's that niece of yours? Oh, Edith's gone to London. She's going to wave at the king for me. They're always off having adventures, these young ladies. <laughs> but I suspect she wants to have her fun before she becomes a married woman. Who's the lucky man? Oh, Mr Croft, of course. He's home now, safe and sound. He would be. Hearing the news this morning made me think of a lot of old faces. Absent friends, like your Sam. Peter Holt floated across my plate while I was buttering my toast. And I was sure I saw Catherine Winters on my walk through the upper fields. But she's not been back to the village for months. It's funny, isn't it? How your mind can recall people so clearly. Not for me. I worry that I'm forgetting Sam already. Of course you're not. He was too much of a cheeky sod to be forgotten. Isn't that Mr Nelson now? Oh, heavens. Yes, you're right. Do excuse me, gentlemen. I must away. Good luck. What do you reckon? Ten to one, Arthur punches his lights out on the spot. I'll give you two, Bob. You're on. After six years of conflict... The war is over. Six years. After the announcement... Five years, eight months, and just over four days, which is to say 49,764 hours, or 2,985,886 minutes. It is quite a mouthful, so I'll assume you were speaking figuratively. Catherine? What on earth are you doing here? This was Greyhounds, written by Laura Crowe, performed by Time and Again Theatre Company. You have been listening to Fiona Primrose, Laura Crowe, Catherine Cowdery, Tim Cooper, Jacqueline Weeble, Jacob Taylor, Paul Wilson, Kendall Boardman, Catherine Reynolds, Samantha Vaughan, Ben Hines, Adam Martin Brooks, and Anthony Morris. Yes, Sir, That's My Baby is written by Walter Donaldson and Gus Kahn. Music arranged and performed by the Easy Rollers. Thank you for listening. Please tune in next time, and remember, keep calm and carry on. Where we reach that region of-